good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. Welcome to our Raw Conversation podcast, where we talk about everything and nothing. And with me today is... I'm Dr. Kiri Skirtla. I'm Catalina Bonds. Good afternoon. I am Amy Sullivan Ryan. Well, it is good afternoon, but it could be good morning, you know, Amy. Could be good morning. It, it could be. You know what? It actually could be. It could be like they have on the napkin, which is it's anywhere in the world. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <Yes. laughs> so do we want to know what our raw conversation is going to be today? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Tell us. All right. So here we are. What do you think? Now, we understand and appreciate there are places in the world where they do not necessarily tip. However, we happen to be in America, and right now we are in Arizona. So here is the question. Do you over-tip or do you under-tip? Oh, my gosh. I definitely over-tip. And Mm -hmm. the whole world of tipping is just blowing my mind these days because it used to just be about good service. But I over-tip because I am African-American and somebody told me, just one person told me once that African-Americans are the worst tippers in America. So somehow I'm compensating (laughs) just from that one thing that was said to me. And I've gone and verified it with other people that are in the service industry. And they're like, yeah, typically I would want to see some real data, but it was enough for me, that one statement for me to begin over tipping. I'm usually somewhere around 25%. Well, when did you hear this statement? I heard this. I'm originally from Michigan and I was out in a city called Royal Oak, Michigan, just out with coworkers and having a good time. And the one individual, a good friend of mine, Raja, uh, told me that. And then I verified it with the wait staff. She looked at me and she, she goes, oh yeah, I'm sorry. And that was it. And there I was, you know, just from then on. And this was 15 years ago. And 15 years later, I'm still doing it. I'm still over tipping. How much do you over tip, Dr. Carey? And of course, you are a doctor. So I expect I you to am. be really over tipping. But I was doing 20% when it was like 15 or 18. I'm probably responsible for it climbing, for it increasing. And so I was doing 20% 15 years ago. And then I started doing 25% when 20% became the standard. Yeah, I haven't even reconciled why that's so, but that's what I'm doing. Do you always tip? Always. Always. Like even for bad service, you always tip. Always I always tip. Here's the only exception. I refuse to fall into this new trend of tipping when I'm picking up the food. I'm not being served, right? right? And it's a carryout. And now they have a tip option. And my husband tips. I'm not tipping. And all you did was walk from the kitchen to the register with my food. Okay, so now here's the question. Do you over tip or do you under tip? So we want to now be responsible that there are listeners in this conversation. So there are listeners from all over the world, from all walks of life, 
all ages. There are kids who are now beginning to tip. Those kids that we've let out, they're in college or they've, they've left home. We've now given them a history of tipping because I know that you have children, Dr. Carey, so that may be yes. for you. For me personally, is I'm irritated by the whole tipping system. <laughs> I'm originally English. There was always, this is how much you pay. This is the bill. Here we go. But then I came to this country as a young adult and I've been confused ever since. I'm now 56 and I still don't know how to tip. And every time that bill comes, I get worked up into a frenzy, a quiet frenzy. And recently in our last podcast, I'd mentioned I'd been visiting Seattle. There are some restaurants now where they added 5% because of COVID. Now that threw me. It completely threw me. Yeah. Oh, Amy, you happen to be with me. It threw me. Oh, yeah. Through. There's now a COVID fee. Yeah added to the bottom of the bill. And it literally says it's not part of the tip. It's just a COVID fee. In that moment, that was as if I wasn't already screwed up with the tipping system. Now it means at 15 is a little under 18%. Now they've added 5%. So now there's something else I have to calculate. I get now personally for me, I get the calculator on, uh, switch it on. I go to the calculator. Now, by the way, we're not really talking about over tipping and under tipping. We're really in the conversation about money. Yeah. And I don't like that something is being added without my permission. I didn't even know until we got into this conversation today that that was a thing. So now there is a COVID fee and I didn't have a vote. Great. You know, so some restaurants have added a COVID fee and there's restaurants here in Arizona. I've been to some of them that have done it to offset the cost of having to be closed and pay staff while they were closed. Okay. Okay. I get it. You know, they didn't want to like have to raise prices so much. I kind of get it. The cost of the food has gone up tremendously. We all know that inflation. We don't even have to have that conversation. But on top of all of that, now the fee is here to stay. It's not being taken back. And then again, we're also expected to tip on top of that. So my question is, is with the tipping, do you tip on top of the COVID fee And then do you tip on top of the tax or do you just tip on top of the food and drink charges? I never tip on top of the tax. And even with the COVID fee that I did not agree to, I'll still over tip for reasons already given, but never on the total. Always. Dr. Carey, are you saying now you're going to be a 25% tipper? Yes. Okay, 25%. And we and, and by the way, with a name like Catalina Bonds, we don't we want to hear from Catalina Bonds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm not one to carry cash. And I'm like Jean-Marie. Tipping has always been a phenomenon to me that I never know how much to give. And then when I'm in the hotel, I don't carry cash. When I'm traveling, I don't carry cash. And so at the airport, I don't give anybody any money because I don't have cash. And sometimes I think, well, this is your job. I have a job. I don't get tipped to do my job. So I'm all over the place. With so tipping. what would you say, Catalina, for those people who do not carry cash? 
And why don't you carry cash? As a golfer, there's a rule of thumb that I don't know where the memo came from, but as a late golfer in life, I now realize that when I'm, if I'm using a golf cart, I should be leaving a tip of cash like in the cart when I finish using it. Or, yes, and that's called oh, preparedness. That's called preparedness? Ooh. That's thinking ahead, being prepared. Yes, that does not come into my play because I'm busy packing, worried about what time I'm going to catch the plane. And cash is not at the top of my list. We were in Cabo earlier this year. I didn't have cash to transfer to. The, but guess I, who did? Yes. Dr. Carey. I was care with her on that trip. I had cash. Why? For reasons already given. Yeah, you go. Because <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, what is the question we're really asking? For me, why do we have to tip in the first place as a standard? I mean, I'm the oldest one on this call. I'm 58 years old. And tipping was introduced to me as something that you offered because you received extraordinary service. And then over time, you could see wages were not increasing for service people because there was an expectation of what they should earn in tips, right? Not even meeting minimum wage in some cases. Right. right. Yeah. Waitresses were making $2.65 an hour when minimum wage at that time was six twenty-five dollars because yeah. they were making their income in tips. Yep. But... What's the and wage I don't know now? Do we know? I don't now? actually don't know what service wages are now, but I do know that it's not $2.65. I know that it's quite a bit higher. So with, there is some responsibility then of going to a restaurant and knowing, first of all, the question is, what is now the minimum wage for any wait staff? Because it could be waitresses or waiters or mixed genders, who knows? The last time I looked, nobody was asking me for my wage when I came into an institution that has a service tip added to it or at the airport. I remember one time, this was probably uh, at least 10 years ago, my husband and I went to a very fancy schmancy hotel in New York. And as the man was carrying the bags out, he carried two light suitcases into our car. I saw my husband give, now he's an over tipper. And I said, you give me that $20 I will carry the bag. (laughs) (laughs) So there's another question. Where are the places that we tip? So they've added tipping, by the way, in England. I have to ask, even when I go home to England, do you expect to tip? Do you tip? They said, no, only if you want to. Now, that to me is the ever-ending question, do I want to? No, I don't want to. It's how bad do I feel or how guilty do I feel? Have you ever gone to a table And do you know of someone, do you know of yourself or somebody in your family who has left a tip and gone back and changed the tip? I do. Oh, there you go. I do. I was out with my sister. This was maybe five years ago. And she went back and changed the tip. She actually reduced it because on the way out of the door, she thanked our server and didn't like the response that she got. Mm-hmm. I remember she said she was a bit short and she went back and swapped out a 10 for a five, right? 
And she said she should have maintained all of that great <laughs> persona that she had until I was no more in her view. And so she punished her. And I'm thinking I need to go back and put the other five down. Like maybe she's busy, right? So there's this perception of not even a perception. It's almost like we use tipping to communicate something, right? And really that was to me the purpose for it always. Either you performed well or you didn't. And what I'm leaving you is an acknowledgement of that. It's a communication to you that you did a great job. So and my sister just felt like, hey, at the end, you undid everything else. And I don't know. I felt sorry for the girl because you've never met my sister. <laughs> I'm the same way. I definitely go by the service that I receive. Yeah. If I'm not taken care of, if the food's not good, if I have to try and track you down, I'm not going to give more than 5% tip. Yeah. And I do to do the whole amount. I didn't even think about doing it before the tax. So thank you for that idea. <laughs> okay. So I'm I don't gonna... have a problem over tipping for great service. Right. Yeah. At all. Like no problem. I'm going to interrupt you there, Amy, because I, I want to answer the question to the federal minimum wage for tipped employees. Drum roll, please. Has not changed since 1991. It is $2.13 an hour. Is wow. it still? Wow. See, I don't understand how that can be legal. If minimum wage is the minimum wage, why are people not getting minimum well, wage? Well, it, it's it, the it, hiring status. Any state is allowed to have a higher maximum state choice. Yeah. Yeah. This is not about legal or illegal. Right. Not drugs, Catalina. <laughs> <laughs> what is Arizona's? minimum service wage? Well, I will get back to you when I look that up. Arizona is considered a, a state of hospitality and tourism, right? So right. tipping is part of our culture right. for that reason. So it's probably the same. We're tippers here. So we'll get back to you with that answer, but I am interested in what you said earlier, Dr. Kerry, which is that we are communicating something. Mm -hmm. So we're not only communicating to the person who's receiving, but aren't we also communicating our own money issues? Oh my gosh, yes. We've all got money issues of something. Yes. For me personally, it's been there since I was six years old, playing Monopoly. I come from a family of six other siblings. And I landed on a train station that I was not willing to buy. And then I put it out. I put it out there to my supposedly trustworthy siblings. And we got so excited about auctioning it that I ended up buying it for more. <laughs> and I tell you, ever since, 50 years later, I am not willing to be ever ripped off. So every time I have the experience of something that has to do with money, even going into a store, oh, and for sure, I didn't know, like you were talking about earlier, about when you go into a cafe and they now have on the machine a tip. And I think, well, wait a minute, I'm actually getting this to go. Or right. in England, we say to take out. I'm already, I'm being ripped off. So there's something you're communicating. 
there's something at Catalina you're communicating that you don't, you, you must be the queen because she's not carrying cash. So there's hmm. something you communicate. Maybe it's something like you don't want to spend it, so don't bring it. Oh, but let's bring Dr. Kerry. She has cash. We're good. What are you communicating? That's probably it. I work hard for my money and I'm guarding it. And yeah, I hang around with rich people. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to be the one tipping again when we go out. <laughs> they don't deserve 25%. Right. But you're also guarding your money. What about you, Amy? I am looking for the person who's willing to work for it. Mm-hmm. I love it. You, I am willing to pay you. You have to work for it. I am not just going to give it to you. So people around you have to work hard in order for you to pay them. Is that what you're saying? It's not a handout. It's not free. I'm not just going to give you a tip just because you think you should have one. Mm -hmm. Because it comes with your job title, supposedly. I don't care. All you did was bring me a glass of water and drop a plate on my table. That doesn't mean that you get 15% of my bill if we go to Chili's and I order off of a iPad. That's not 15% of service. Yeah. So do you tip when you pick up a cup of coffee or a cup of tea to go? No. No. So you would have that as a policy? Yes. What are you communicating? Like for me, it's you've got to work for the money that you receive. That's yeah. pretty much along the same lines of what Catalina was saying. She's like saying, okay, I work hard for my money. But aren't they doing the same thing, Catalina? I mean, they're carrying your luggage or bringing you their food. And like, really look, because I've seen you work. You don't work that hard, Catalina. It's like, and, I'm, and I'm talking about in the sense of your career. It's not like you're in manual labor right. or anything like that, right? So I, I think there's something more going on there. I don't know. I'm a doctor. I'm always in somebody's head. Well, wait a minute. Are you saying when people are in quote working, it's manual labor? Are you asking me? Anybody. I'm saying like, like good service, like paying attention to somebody, following up, like really taking care of somebody, really being there once again with somebody, making sure that their needs are being met. I mean, if you're in a service industry, You actually have to service your customers and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, but if you're in a service industry and that's what you're getting paid to do, that doesn't mean dropping a plate of food on the table. That means really getting to know your customers and making sure they have everything that they need. Well, let's look at many service industries. By the way, Arizona, their minimum wage for the service industry is $9.15. Right. Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're tipping on top of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that does then give us the question, how much do we think anything is worth? See, each one of us on this call, for people who are listening right now, how much is anything worth? Because most of it is based out of an opinion. I know if I go into a store, forget the tipping. If I go into a store and I want to buy a a shirt, a blouse, a sweater, I've already decided before I've gone into that store how much something is worth. 
an it's instant. This is not worth this much. Or Absolutely. Worth, how do you know what's an average sweater cost? How much is a mohair sweater should cost? And I love it when you go into a particular store like TJ Maxx or in England, it's called TK Maxx or, the, or vice versa or Nordstrom Rack. It was this and now it's this. Oh, I already think I've got a bargain. Yeah. Well, and I still do. ask people at the end, you know, are there any coupons? <laughs> like I remember when it comes to retail, I'm all about last chance clearance for one reason. <laughs> the summer that I worked while in undergrad in retail in a department store, and I got paid overtime to stay and do markdowns. That's when we had printouts and we were actually slashing prices with a pen and writing in the new price. And I remember saying to my manager, we're losing money. And she said, no, we're never losing money. And I researched it and found out everything was marked up 500%, 500% on average. Oh, I've already gone. She already said that. I started thinking about going to a restaurant and they mark it up 200%. I'm a mess. Mm -hmm. When it comes to wine, I'm already a mess because I already know they've marked it up 200%. Okay. That's it. I'm making my own clothes. That's spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we have five minutes left in this conversation. We're raw. We're prepared. We're unprepared. We have not had this conversation before. We're so thrilled that you're listening in this conversation. What do we want to leave our listeners with today? So here's my question, because I am not a TJ Maxx shopper or a Ross shopper or even a Nordstrom's Rack shopper. I can't handle it. It's too much stuff. Just. Oh my gosh. I freak out when I go in those places and they look like such great deals. I would wind up with a shopping cart full of stuff and I would look at it and I would just end up walking out. And what I found was, is I was looking for the deal. Mm. That was it. I was looking for the deal. Oh Oh my gosh. Right. Like I could buy these $150 pants for $12 but I didn't like them. And so what I realized, but they were $12, right? And so it's like, oh my God, they're $12. And what I really started to look at, if they were $300, Amy, would you buy them? And so many times I would say, no. Yeah. And that's where I really got connected to value. That's how I learned to value something. It wasn't whether it was a deal. It's what is the value that I place upon it? Not whether I'm paying 200% markup for my wine, but what's the value to me? Okay, this is perfect. We're coming to the end of our conversation. We have a couple of minutes left. We are leaving our listeners not about tipping, not about over or under or about your money issues. It's brilliant. What is your value? How much are you worth? Your net worth has nothing to do with your self-worth. We want to bring the conversation even bigger than what we started with. So Catalina, do you have anything you want to end with today? What would you want to provide our listeners with? I thought that was beautiful because someone's trash is someone else's treasure. So everybody has their own value or what they value, see as valuable. So yeah, this discussion could go on forever. Let's do away with tipping. 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, kind of nice. look at the reason why I overtip, right? And what I would leave our audience with, anyone listening, don't do anything you don't want to do in regards to tipping. If you don't want to tip, don't tip. Certainly don't follow after me and do it because you feel guilty about something or you want to project an image of something. And I'm here being completely transparent that I'm doing that, but encouraging you not to. I'm saying the same. Don't do what I do. Like yeah. stress out, calculate, make sure, <laughs> pass it to someone else, show them. Is this correct? Then notice, then ask the menu it. back, yeah. double check. Oh, it is. It completely ruins the experience. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you with this. Washington State puts tipped and untipped in the same basket. $13.69 per hour minimum. That ends our call today. Thank you. I'm going to let you sign out. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. And I'm Dr. Kiri Skirtla. And I'm Catalina Bonds. I'm still Amy Sullivan-Ryan. See you next time. Bye-bye.